This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back, Nation. Um, Luca asking a, a fan to be removed from the arena for the second time in a week last night. That's the other thing about the story. Like two or three games ago, it happened again. I forget who they were playing uh, over the weekend. But he he did that there. And, you know, the complaining about the refs. Anyway, it was a topic last night in the post game, wasn't it, Woolchuck? I noticed you had uh, you'd mentioned you have the audio here of uh, Tim McMahon and Luca, right? Yeah, we have the back and forth with McMahon and uh, Luca. Of course, Tim McMahon during the game put out the video tweet of the fan being ejected uh, and then apparently what he said to Luca as well, uh, and here was the exchange post game between Timmy Mack and Luka Doncic. Luka, what were you frustrated about at the end of the uh, second quarter when you got that tactical? Uh, I know I saw you when you said when you said about the fan. You know that was not a true all. That was not the only thing he said. Uh, but I knew you would be the first one to to point out something like that. I'm not going to say what he said, but I knew you were going to be the first one to put out something like that. So I just saw it, man. It's just funny. He always seemed to be the first one to put some bad stuff about me. First of all, 99% of the stuff I've written about you has been good. Oh, I don't know. I was sitting two rows behind us. All right. So it was the only thing he was that time he said something, the only thing? That was what you reacted to. Yeah. I was hearing the whole first half, right? Well, you didn't hear anything. He was definitely hollering. Okay, there we go. Acted. But you put out something that was just the only thing. But what was okay, the final what, straw? What, what, what was the what final was the issue? What was the thing that... It's not the issue. I'm just saying you seem to be the first one to always put something bad about me. Several of us actually That's fine. It's all over. That's Why did you ask for the fan to be ejected? You... Because he was cursing me the whole first half, too. Why didn't you ask for Luke to be ejected in the first half then? Because I never would eject a fan. They pay for tickets, but I had enough, you know. It's a little bit of frustration. You turned your head and looked over at him after he said that. That's, I mean, that's what we saw. Yeah, that's fine. The, the, guy, the bad guy in the media, right? It's all right. Do you feel like you're fairly portrayed in the media? No. Oh, he doesn't feel like he's fairly portrayed in the media. I, I feel like media. Luca gets no criticism in the media. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like, you know, last night's just the latest example of him not being able to handle himself in a professional manner on the court. Yeah. I think there are times where fans go over the line, but there is there has been no evidence to suggest and not even Luca claiming anything was said that w- that was over the line. You know, I think um, it's it's unfortunate what's going on here with Luca uh, and, and Tim, because I do feel like Tim's just trying to do a great job. But this is another example of anybody that, you know, is providing any sort of uh, friction for Luka Doncic is, um, you know, getting a a clear message from him that that's unacceptable. We're not doing that here. You know, everything's going to be pro Luka. It's like that's how that's how he responds really to a situation where I think he should be apologizing. 
You know, he, he even said it. I don't want to be the kind of guy that's getting fans kicked out of games. They pay for a ticket. He knows it's wrong. Second time in a week he's done that. You know, so I, I just, I think right now you have a perfect time, but just like Draymond a couple of weeks ago, where in the moment he's going to defend it. After the game, he's going to make up stuff about it to keep defending himself. Today is the day where hopefully Luca's embarrassed enough to be like, you're right, I need help. You know, and I don't know if it's time away from the game or a sports therapist or or something, but you can't lead a team like this. This is mercurial fourth best player on your team who's so talented will put up with his horse bleep attitude. Yeah, that's what that is. That's not that's not team leader stuff. Well, and the quote that apparently uh, directed the frustration from Luca and made it boil over the edge was Luca, you're tired. Get your ass on the treadmill. And, I, I, you know, to me, it's just like fans are going to say something. And we did find out that the fan didn't actually get ejected from the game. He just got moved to another spot in the stadium. But it's just when is this going? When When, when is Luca eventually going to realize this is an issue? Like every year, you know, the, the excuse and my reasoning was, all right, he's young. He'll grow out of this. He's now 24 and he's been mm-hmm. in the league long enough where it's mm-hmm. like we can't have this happening every single year where you are so easily distracted and taken out of your game by the officials or a fan yelling something in the stands. Like, if that is Kobe Bryant, if that is LeBron James, if that is some of these lethal assassins that we've seen before, they're going to look over, they're going to smile, then they're going to drop 40 on your ass and win the game. And then look over and say, what do you have to say now? Luca's got to get a little bit tougher and thicker skin, man. When things aren't going your way, you can't just bitch out about it. No, no. And, and hopefully, you know, the, these are the moments because, and I, and I say that because he already realized it about his, his, his physical um, appearance being too heavy, right? So we know there is a place in Luca's mind where he's trying to do everything he needs to in order to be the best version of himself. And over the last 12 months, he has addressed the physical state of his body much leaner, you know, maybe maybe just slim down. It doesn't have the good cardio yet. I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily disagree or agree with the fan. I think his cardio is fine. Yeah. Um, but if he's on a mission to improve every part of his game, then this is the next thing. Um, and, and we'll see, you know, when you when you compete, it, it's such a, a, a test, uh, not only of you physically, but mentally and emotionally. And the failures are there for everybody to see. And it can be very difficult to rewire your programming to react toxically. You know, I, I think it's much more difficult to change your behavior, especially in those competitive, highly stressful moments than, than people give it credit for. So I'm not going to make lightly of it. Like it, it's, it's just a nothing burger for Luca to go take this. I, I think it's going to be a significant uh, thing to accomplish. Yeah. I, I, I think there's probably more to this. You know, I, I, I you always worry about players and especially with players that, you know, his, situations he deals with with his family and other things like that you know there might be something that we don't know about he's carrying to the arena and all of a sudden you know he just he gets frustrated something happens and you know I think Devin Booker had a lot to do with it yesterday the way that he played because that's one of his nemesis but I would also and I don't know if he would bring it up or not Luca but I think he might be carrying something with him Hmm. you know I think he might be carrying something that and again, we don't know, but I, I just, he's just, he's acting really, really strange about things, you know, the, the wanting people removed and getting distracted. And, you know, it's always been about the, the refs. We get that, but he's kind of taking it a step further. Like there's something just agitating him right now that he's bringing to the arena. 
and I don't know if we'll ever figure it out, but that's just kind of my my two cents. Yeah, because I, I my my initial something's ticking him off to make him to make him re- react the way he is right now. Yeah, I think that's that's very much a possibility for sure. I, I did view Luca as more of the assassin kind of dude, though. You know, where he's like, okay, when, when you're in a Devin Booker game, like you're just gonna want to go toe to toe with that guy, and he's and, done it before. Yeah, right, right, and, and he's owned him. There, there's no doubt, and and there are people that are you know pushing back and texting in like you can ha- fans are allowed to just abuse players. No, there's there's a line. You say a certain something, you threaten a family member. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to have an issue with getting a fan thrown out of the game, right? Fans they need to be held accountable too. They can't just say whatever the hell they want. But yeah. in this situation, it doesn't sound like anything was really over the line of just no, traditional trash talk. That's what I'm saying. To me, I'm sure he's heard worse. I'm sure he's been in arenas and probably heard worse. Let me hear what the heart are. Some of those fans, you know, and that doesn't seem like something that would be like he was going after his family or country or nationality or whatever. That doesn't seem very much, you know, hey, you're out of shape. Oh, whatever. You know, I I don't think that's as that's something as a throw me out of the arena kind of offense. I'm sure no. he's heard worse. No, that's that's normal kind of stuff that that you show up for. I yeah. hopefully it's How about just be that, more creative with your you know getting on the players. You know, yeah, that's yeah. not very. creative. You should be yeah, you should be more creative. Yeah. I mean, that's a lost art heckling yeah. the players from heckling, a fan yeah. perspective to where yeah. you're actually making it funny. You know, but yeah. usually we should be doing it to the away players. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe not not the home ones. But I think the fans are frustrated. Expectations well, create suffering. The Mavs had expectations coming in. You have Kyrie as a teammate. You can't stay healthy. You can't win games. And losing is going to make things a lot more difficult I, I think if the Mavs would start winning maybe some of this stuff would go away yeah. but as in, from an organizational perspective it's not worth trying to build around this for five or six years because this is getting worse it is like there's like an anger issue in there or it's like alcoholism where once you've become an adult and at 25 years old your brain is totally developed if you have not gotten a handle on your biggest issues they're not going to get better you're just going to be more stuck in your ways, and this organization is enabling it. You must you must stick your foot in the ground. It needs Pat Riley right now to be like, dude, if you want to act like this, just let me know because I'm trading you tomorrow. Please, just let me know. Is this how you're going to do it for the next five or six years? Because we don't play that here. We're about winning championships, and what you're doing, is it makes it very difficult for everybody else on your team to focus on the job of winning basketball games because whatever you got going on is just it's too much for us. Yeah. You're a European, arrogant, obnoxious playboy who's got no willingness to sacrifice any part of what you want to do at this very moment to help your teammates get a better chance to win the game. We're out here doing everything in our power to help you put on a show. We play defense for you. We try to make shots for you. The offense is totally catered around your slow ass methodically making it to the three-point line or the rim. And guess what? We love it. Please, just don't make a mockery of our sport by by running around trying to get fans kicked out and complaining about the refs 24-7. It has become an eyesore to watch these games and and really, I think, embarrass the, 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 the city, the logo, however you want to put it. And I think the team right now is at a, a major fork in the road. I hope they have strength because at a time like this, you're selling the team. The new owners are coming in. They don't want you to lose the superstar. Nobody wants to lose their jobs. But the best sports leadership thing you could do right now is help that man figure it out. And that's going to require tough love. Not just saying thank you, Luca, well, for another thirty-point triple-double. Who in that building goes and gives him tough love? I don't know. That's what I'm saying because I mean we've seen we've seen Jason Kidd go 
towards him in the media and say yeah. things. And maybe and, it's and, Jason. And it just doesn't – it hasn't worked that I think way. Jason Kidd should anyway because yeah. after a second disappointing season, you're probably about to get fired. Right. If I'm Mark Cuban, I'm like, dude, tear his ass up, and then if it doesn't work, I'll give you a bonus at the end of the year while we <laughs> fire you. But please, give us a shot to correct this behavior before any more games go on. Football's finest coming up next. Chief, where are we going? How the coaching musical chairs affects our own situation here with the front runners, and let's get you ready for some conference title football next year in the nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.